Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. From Food Network, this is Cooked and Booked, the podcast where food and true crime get blitzed, blended, and baked into one deliciously dangerous dish. I need to know what happens, because all so far, this is all really great stuff. It's all great, right? It's so sweet until it's not. They should have called it, like, Dumpling comma girl. It could have been, like, Dumpling girl. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I'm not sad. I just love the drama. I'm Sunny Anderson, Food Network host and true crime aficionado, and I'm bringing you true stories of scams, heists, and criminal capers with a tasty twist. Today, we've got a double dose of allegedly stolen recipes. One is the story of a family-run Italian restaurant founded on a grandmother's dream, and that matriarch's memoirs, now missing. Plus, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. But one restaurant owner saw double dumpling trouble when former employees opened a copycat eatery. It's time to talk about stolen family recipes. And just so you know, we talk about emotional distress in this episode, but there are no discussions of physical violence. Now, let's chew on this. Joining me again is Dan Pelosi, a.k.a. Grossi Pelosi on Instagram. He's the self-described Italian meatball making meatballs. And he's the author of the New York Times best-selling cookbook, Let's Eat. Welcome back, Dan. Hi, thanks for having me again. I just love someone that describes themselves as the Italian meatball making meatballs. I mean, <laughs> she's a meatball making meatballs all day long. It's the best self-descriptor. It's the only way I know how to identify <laughs> Well, once again, we're returning to you because uh, you are our resident Italian food expert. Do you have a favorite family recipe? Oh, I sure do. I have a whole book of family recipes, in fact. But I will say a pot of marinara 
is the best scented candle I know. Everyone in my family's house smelled like it. And my family's marinara sauce, which I have taken and made my own, is just the heart of all the things I make. I love it. So is that in Let's Eat, your cookbook? Yes, I have a whole chapter called (gasps) Marinara, where you make the marinara. I have a whole guide to how to make it. And then I have like seven recipes that you can make from a pot of marinara. You have given up the goods. You have shared the family secrets. How dare you? (laughs) I know it's rude, right? (laughs) Listen, today we're talking about an entire book of family recipes that goes missing in the middle (gasps) of the night. I can't. Oh, my gosh. This is going to break me. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. So this story is a newer one. This happened in November of 2022. This just happened, honey. (gasps) So you're in Brooklyn, but do you have any sense of like the L.A. Italian food scene? Um, Nancy Silverton. I know some places. Yeah, I've had some good Italian food in L.A. for sure. Okay, so have you ever been to the restaurant Pasta Sisters? Have you heard of it? I haven't, but I love that. Well, they've got two locations, okay? One in Mid-City, L.A., near the center of town, and one um, a little bit further west in Culver City. That's the location we're going to be focusing on. Their whole thing is just like any good Italian family, fresh, simple but delicious Italian food inspired by their family. Love it. I'm already in. Sisters, family, Italian. Like, I'm there. I'm in Culver City. What could go wrong, right? I don't know. Uh, Let's find (laughs) out. (laughs) Well, okay, so you know it's always a risky business opening a restaurant with family, but they seem to be making it work. On their website, they give a little history. The head chef is Paola DeRay, and she grew up in northern Italy in a town called Padua. And as a kid, Paola spent afternoons in the kitchen with her mother, Maria Giovanna, cooking with her mom. Seems to have been like the foundational part of her childhood. Did you do a lot of cooking with your parents growing up, or were you banned from the kitchen like me? Oh, no, honey. I was in the kitchen from, like, day one. My mom tells stories of how I was on the countertop, then I was on the stool, then I was on the floor, then I was bossing her around. I was in the kitchen cooking with anyone in my family who was cooking, which was everyone in my family. So I was busy. Wow, that's awesome. My mom, literally, it was her domain, and it was like, just you could stand on the edge of the kitchen and watch me do my thing. But you, please, don't get in here while I am creating these masterpieces. So I had to learn from afar. You were observing. Yeah, I learned by watching. It's a good That's way it. to learn. Yeah. Not, yeah, and then hands-on later when I turned 18. So so here is Paula. Legally, you could cook. <laughs> exactly. When I got out of the house legally and I had my own kitchen, it was like, now it's my domain. And I'm 48 now. Still, I am just like my mom. When I start cooking, yeah. get out. Get like, out. this is my thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, that's fine. I yeah. no, no shame there. Okay, so you get it. Paula, she's watching her mom, Maria Giovanna. And by Mm -hmm. all accounts, Maria Giovanna was a woman ahead of her time. Her grandkids called her Gianna, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, And her relatives later told the LA Times that Gianna studied medicine, which was not the norm for women in this small Italian town. She might have just been referring to her food because a lot of Italians will tell you that their food will cure you. But maybe she also studied medicine. Who knows? I'm you with know. you on that, 100%. It's the apple a day thing, but it's more yep. like the red sauce the pasta a week. A day. Pastina, yeah, like a bowl of pastina, you're cured, you know? See? There is a recipe in my book called Pastina, the Italian Cure-All. So, you know, me and Maria, same, same. Hello? Sorry, Gianna, Maria Gianna. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So um, something happened. She was diagnosed with multiple forms of cancer. Okay. Ooh. This is Grandma Gianna. And okay. at one point, a doctor told her she only had a few months to live, and she went on to live for like two more decades. Hello. Oh, my God. What a queen. Power. That, that might have yes, been that powerful. food she was cooking. Could have been. We're not endorsing that, but yes, absolutely, it could have been. So, you know, she really loved to cook, and obviously uh, she kept all of her recipes in a diary, just like any good grandma does. Um, and this had, like, generations of family recipes. And there were also her memories and little pieces of advice, like how to throw a wedding or how to be a great woman. I would imagine even how to set the table, those kind of cool things. Do you have something yeah. like that in your family? Oh, yes. We have note cards, note cards, all different recipes, books, clippings. Um, I took all of them from my family, and I have them all, which is they're treasured. They're gorgeous. I'm mean, so lucky to have that. I yeah. constantly am asking my grandma to write things down, or now yeah. with this new era, if we get on the phone and she starts talking recipes just oh, out yeah. of nowhere, I start recording. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I tell her later. Yeah. <laughs> grandma, There's I no measurements. That. No measurements, by the way. It's just Ever. thoughts and scribbles. Yeah. That's why we get to have our jobs is because we take our family recipes and we put measurements in them and make them shareable, which is really beautiful. I agree. Because yeah. a lot of the things that I got from my mom and my grandma were like, you know, a handful of this, a spoonful yep. of that. And yep. I used to tell my grandma um, when she goes, please give me the Kool-Aid spoon because it's yeah. also the teaspoon. It's Ooh, the spoon yep. that, di- you know, it's the spoon that <laughs> exactly. does all the measuring in her kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's I amazing. want that spoon so yeah, exactly. I can decipher these writings. And you'd have to sell it to everyone to make your recipes because they just need that one spoon. Just a spoon, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's all stained and cracked always, and everything. <laughs> we always Man. say measure with your heart because you know that's the best way to measure but also, i wish i wish that some, I we wouldn't have a job if that's what we told people because some people's hearts are tiny honey <laughs> that's, we were about Ooh. to get to that <laughs> that's a, that, <laughs> that sauce is a little dry mm. okay no, no. now yeah. gianna kept um, <laughs> these writings from when she was a young girl to her death in 1999 so you know that's quite the big thick book uh filled with lots of wisdom and in 2010 chef paula Gianna's daughter moves to the U.S., bringing her three kids with her, Francesco, Giorgia, and Francesca. I mean, (laughs) Italian, right? Don't you love it? I have to say, naming two of your children Francesco and Francesca is such a baller move. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) How Uh. about, my name is Sunny, and we got a dog in high school, and my parents named it Sunday. And let me tell you, the confusion went on from there. Oh, my gosh. My best friend grew up in Vermont, and there was a lesbian couple that lived next door to him, and they were named Linda and Linda, and they got a cat and named it Linda, which is, like, the best thing in the whole world. So, yeah. I mean, it's just chaos, and I love it. Like, why not just add add it in, you know? Um, so obviously on that uh, plane or however she got here, she brought Mm -hmm. that diary with her from her mom. Yes, she did. Okay, so, uh, this is a big change, obviously. Paula's not actually a chef yet. On her website, she says she was working as a nanny for two families in L.A. Her son, Francesco, is a server, and her two younger kids are still in school. Um, so in her role as a nanny, Paula starts cooking for the families she's working for, and she gets crazy reviews from the families, which, duh, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yes, so these families should. keep on telling her she should open a restaurant. We've heard this before, right? Where's the money? Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> is actually what happened to me. I was in radio, and I was cooking for my coworkers, and they were uh-huh. like, 
you should open a restaurant. And I again, I was like, that costs money. Yeah, <laughs> so like, why don't I just idea. cater? And I started yeah. a catering company. That's amazing. It was, it was a lot easier than getting through all of the red tape to open a place in New oh, York. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Absolutely. So imagine a place in L.A. It's easier said than done, right? Yep. So at first, Paula starts doing private dinners, a side hustle, basically. She's booking these gigs based on word of mouth, just kind of like I did my catering company. And -hmm. she's known for her fresh pasta, her lasagna, and for dessert, her tiramisu. Oh, delicious. Yeah. And she's still working as a nanny, too. So she's side hustling like crazy. Uh, But by 2015, Paula decides, okay, I'm ready. And she opens Pasta Sisters with her three kids. They founded it together and still work there. So sweet. Isn't family business. It's really cute. I love a family business. Live, laugh, lasagna, baby. I need the corner piece. Thank you very much. Thank God there's four of those because I'm taking two. <laughs> Hello. So thank you. <laughs> oh, you're taking, well, then I'm taking two corner pieces. Yeah, yeah, no, we were splitting two and two. <laughs> After we're that, good. I'll take the sides. You can have the center. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, fine. No, we'll, we'll give the center to a friend we don't no, know. No, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take the center. We're going to put it in the fridge. The next day, it'll be nice and cold. We're going to slice it really clean, thin slices. We're going to put olive oil in a pan, and then we're going to crisp it up on all sides, and then we're going to eat it. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. Dan Pelosi. You're the welcome. cookbook is Let's Eat. Get it right now. <laughs> where all cookbooks are sold, okay? But you just got right here what to do with your leftover lasagna, you. all right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now. I'm done. hold on there's more (laughs) I know I need to know what happens because all so far this is all really great it's all great right it's so sweet until it's not okay so fast forward to November of 2022 Pasta Sisters is going strong they've got two locations and of course they still have their grandmother's diary all right. Now, in a lot of ways, Gianna's the reason they founded this restaurant. Obviously, from that diary, the Pasta Sisters Bolognese sauce comes from mm. it. Uh, their gnocchi recipe is uh. even older. It comes from Gianna's mother. So yes. we're talking generational, yes. Yes. you know, good food here. And it was all written down in that diary. So it's not a surprise they still reference this book and keep it at their work. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's about to happen until one late uh. night— in late November, there's a break-in. No. hmm I hate mm-hmm. this. hmm Yeah. The next morning, the restaurant's entire safe is missing. Not opened and cracked. The whole safe gone, honey. Uh-oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know what was in that safe? I the know. journal. The okay, journal. The journal. Yes. It's gone. Mm-hmm. But how did people, were they marketing that it existed? Did they tell people it existed? See, this is the problem. You got something good. You shouldn't talk about it, right? That's why you don't even know what my man looks like. I tuck him, all right? You don't see him online. I tuck that man. You don't need to know anything about him. He doesn't even have a real name. Honey, he's in the safe. Hello, that's right. Okay, and you're not going to get him how they got him. Look, also inside that safe, obviously, money and checks and a few days' Mm. worth of cash, okay? Apparently, these robbers, they were motivated. Uh, The safe had been secured to the ground, as every safe should be. Despite Mm -hmm. that, they straight up sawed it off the floor and took the whole thing. Oof. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. They came prepared. They knew what they—I mean, that's intense. They knew what what was in that book. Yeah. I think it's the book. It could be the cash. I don't know. No, it's the book. But we do know the entire family was 
devastated. Of course. All right? They tell the media they don't care about the cash. They just want that journal back. It's the book, yeah. Uh, obviously, they know the recipes, but it's just the tangible yeah, yeah. idea of your you generational stories. It, you know, yes, the, the stains, smell of the, the paper. stains on the pages. Honey, yes. The the rips, the tears, the, yeah. the misspellings. Maria's just perfume. The, the, the cursive that we just don't see anymore, yeah, I'm sure, exactly. that was prevalent. Uh, exactly. So Georgia, one of Gianna's granddaughters, tells the L.A. Times that this diary was the sole inheritance from their grandmother. Oh. The only thing they had. Yeah, the yeah. heartstrings. They were pulling the heartstrings. You have to. We got to get that yeah. diary back. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah. But they left it in the safe, which you would think would be safe. That's why they call it a safe. That's how it got its name. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So so the family, they offered $5,000 for the diary, okay? okay. And, Dan, I, I wish I had better news for you. Uh, this is one of those frustrating ones where no. you're, you're waiting for justice to be served. But as yeah. of right now, we are still waiting for that uh, diary. That is so sad. It's yet to be found, this journal. This is why you got to take it to Kinko's and make a second copy. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, honey. Are you or kidding? just take some pictures what? with your phone, right? Uh, now anything. your phone can scan it we into scan a file. Phone. I mean, I don't want to, like, you know, diminish these, these pasta sisters' experience, but there were some precautions they could have taken. So I was just thinking this <laughs> yesterday as I was cleaning up. There's this photo of the first family, Obama and them, that they sent. This is name drop for Christmas, and oh, it's fading. they sent it to you. Yes, I, I oh, didn't even give chill. them my address. Oh, okay, that's chill. No, it's <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Me. Okay. Yes, so I got the photo yeah. framed. <laughs> okay. And yes. Thank you, I decided. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to overtalk you so I forget that I name dropped the Obamas, okay? I'm sorry. so sorry. No, it's okay. I'm reeling. I said, I need to take it somewhere to get a copy of it now before it completely fades. So when it yeah. fades, I'll have another copy and I'll just put it back in the frame again, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm already thinking ahead because if yeah, someone gotta... breaks into my place, they might want that photo. I don't know. They're going to want it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Listen, just so you know, journal's not been found. Uh, as far as we know, police have never arrested anyone. Um, oh. I think the simplest explanation here is that the book probably got tossed. But you're, mm -hmm. you're like me. I, I think the book is the value, not the cash that was in oh, there. Oh, yeah, totally. Honey, yeah. all the money they made came out of that book. That's, the, that's, that's where the money's coming. That's the source. Has anyone opened a pasta sister's pasta brother's pasta auntie's pasta cousin's? That's what I'm saying, honey, because... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, if you're ever in L.A. sifting through a garage sale or something, maybe yeah. keep your eyes peeled for that Italian oh. diary full of recipes. Or next time you go out to eat yeah. and it's delicious, maybe do yeah. your research at the Pasta Sisters first yeah. and make sure that people aren't cribs noting. Well, that is sad. I mean, we need to send a little love to the Pasta Sisters. I, I truly do feel feel bad for them. Those memories are just, they're, they're at the heart of what I do. So I completely understand. Have you ever lost anything and then it just reappeared years later? Uh, nothing physical. Maybe emotionally. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Did you lose oh. your self-respect at some time and then got it back? Uh, a few times, but you know. <laughs> We it, all all come, it all comes back around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, you're listening right now and somehow know anything about the Poster Sisters uh, break-in, anything about the diary, you can contact Pasta Sisters through their website. Yes, please okay? do. Um, or, oh. or maybe I just put on my detective hat. Maybe mm -hmm. we could just go on a, on a trip. 
I think we need to eat at every Italian restaurant in L.A. together is what you're saying. When you think about it, though, I don't think it's very likely that we're going to be able to suss out, like, similar recipes um, unless they are just, like, word for word, uh, you know, ingredient for ingredient. Um, So I really do hope the Pasta Sisters get their diary back, not for just the recipes, because they probably already have them in their minds. It's just that tangible thing. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so let's talk more about suspiciously similar recipes on the other side of the country. We'll chew on that next. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny System, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny System with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Are you familiar with the saga of Dumpling Daughter versus Dumpling Girl? No. Oh, my gosh. We went from sisters to daughters to just girl. Yes. (laughs) Let's do it. What's up with these ladies? Hello. Okay. (laughs) Hello. So this happened just outside of Boston in 2015. There's a well-regarded restaurant called Dumpling Daughter. And similar to Pasta Sisters, this place was founded on family recipes. The owner was inspired by food she ate as a child and her travels through Asia. Makes sense? Dumplings? Yeah. I love it. Love it. Tale is all this time. Yeah. They've got dumplings, they've got steamed buns, and different types Mm -hmm. of ramen. I mean, it sounds delicious, right? Absolutely. I love dumplings. I love buns. Ramen is, for whatever reason, I don't, like, crave it. So you're saying you like buns? I like (laughs) buns. Honey, you have no idea. Okay. All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is a family show. I'm a I'm a ramen person because I feel like the the bun to meat ratio is never right. Like I I oh, love yeah. buns, but well, you have to order double meat. <laughs> yeah, you crack the bun open and there's not enough meat. I need double meat. So sometimes I'll get two buns. I'll crack it open and then I'll you know I'll make the yeah. ratios happen I for myself. Like, I I could just eat the buns. I don't need a ton of meat. They're so pillowy, they're right? So, yeah, they're so pillowy and just soft and chewy. Unbelievable. So, a little salty. Yeah. Yeah, they're perfection. You so, can put so anything in a bun. You can I'll understand. I've never even made a bun before. I always just buy yeah. them or oh, yeah, you know you get them no. at the restaurant. So you know yeah, yeah. these recipes I'll are leave it up to the pros. For yeah, sure. ex- exactly. Leave it up yep. to the pros. So let's figure exactly. out what happened when the pros. Got left, huh? So the owner, Nadia Liu Spellman, put together the menu with her mom, and she told the Boston Globe that the only three people who knew Dumpling Daughter's recipes were herself, her mom, and her kitchen manager, right? Okay. About about a year after Dumpling Daughter opens, another dumpling restaurant opens an hour down the road, and this one is called Dumpling Girl. Wow. Mm -hmm. An hour. They thought they were safe an hour away. But yeah, never no. safe. Not with the internet. We'll travel for dumplings. Because as soon as you start typing in dumpling, it's going to let you know what comes right after it. So if you type in yeah. dumpling and you see daughter and girl and you own daughter, you want to know where the girl is like, at. They went an hour away for the location, but they went like a minute away for the name. Hello. Like, come on. <laughs> Hello, honey. <laughs> so basically the name is giving ripoff vibes, okay? Oh, but the menu, huge. even Screaming. more so. So Dumpling Girl has 52 items on its menu. And okay. Spellman said 41 of those were almost identical to items on her menu from Dumpling oh. Daughter. Right? Oh so, my gosh. Dumpling Daughter has looked into the new place an hour away and said, hello, 41 of our 52 menu items look yeah. very similar. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm, I'm following. So, for example, Dumpling Daughter, the original spot, had something called three-day pork ramen. And in the description, it said, quote, not the instant kind. And there were six exclamation points at the end of that. That's important. <sighs> okay. Okay. I'm following. I'm writing this you down. ready? Because Dumpling yeah. Girl also offered a pork ramen, quote, not the instant kind, but with only five exclamation points uh, at the end. Honey, if it doesn't have six exclamation points, I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... And what's even more suspicious is Dumpling Girl, the second one, was opened by three people. You ready for this? Two okay. of whom were former Dumpling Daughter employees. <gasps> oh my, get out of here. No questions. The case is closed, Your Honor. <laughs> like? The defense rests. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But okay. <laughs> Sustained. <Yes. laughs> Sustained, exactly. I don't know what I'm saying. I feel <laughs> like uh, if the Dumpling Girl folks had just been slightly more creative with their yeah. menu, they could have yeah. gotten away with this whole gambit. They should have called it like, Dumpling, comma, girl. It could have been like dumpling, girl. Like, <laughs> I like that. Or points of ellipsis, dumpling. Yeah, girl. Like, <laughs> girl. I like that. But it's it, when you really get down to it, if they would have just named it differently and maybe, yeah. you know, had some fun with Changed the titles, they might yeah. have gotten away with it. As a fellow cookbook yeah. author, you know, we've both got a cookbook yeah. out. Mine is Sunny's For Kitchen. Sure. Um, yes. Yours is Let's Eat. Mm-hmm. You you may know a bit about this, right? Like, it's hard sure. to copyright a you recipe. You can't copyright a recipe. We're all inspired by the same things. And it's really about what you do with it. It's about who you are. 
It's about the story behind it. It's got to have a soul and a heart to it, which is why I think the direct copycats where they they remove one exclamation point, it just further exacerbates that you're just straight up copying. You can be inspired, but copying is just a whole different game. It's wrong. You know, a lot of times in the food world, we say there's only one original recipe and everything else is just a derivative of it. What's the original recipe? Exactly. Oh, like I thought you meant for every dish. I no. thought you meant like there's just one, like Adam and Eve. <laughs> the like, original it's, recipe it's, is is water. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. You add stuff exactly. to it. <laughs> mm, my, my my grandma makes the best water. Um, <laughs> mm, she adds mm. a little extra hint of that H, honey. <laughs> exactly. exactly. There's two O's. Get oh, it? Right. Oh, oh. I'm done. Oh, sorry. Look, there's actually things that you can like copyright, right? Like if you've uh, sure. created a poem or a painting, there are legal but, protections. But not a there. recipe. Yeah, but not a recipe. It may feel like a work of art, but it's more mm. of a list of ingredients and steps, yeah. and that's tougher to really nail down as a copyright. Absolutely. It's something like a cookbook, though. There are things that can be protected. You can use your own images. You can weave Mm -hmm. a narrative story in there, things like that. Totally. Totally. Kind of make it your own. Yep. That's why people buy the book. Yeah. That's why they buy the book. Because they they, they, want to know why. They want to know why this red sauce is curative. They want to know why this pasta is delicious. They want to know why. I've been calling my book a cookbook and a read book because <laughs> the stories are just as good as the recipes. <laughs> That's how I feel about my cookbook. It's like, yeah. as a writer, I wanted people to know it's not just the food. It's the stories yeah, behind the food. The and my grandma wrote some stuff in there. It's mm-hmm. just, it's to mm-hmm. me, it's it's yep. like that book in a safe. Except now you can go to the library yeah. and get it. You don't have to lock up my stories. I asked my mom to give me all of her kitchen cleaning tips because everyone loves my, when my mom comes and, of course, like, tears my kitchen apart. And I was like, Mom, can you, like, type them up for me? And she sent me three notebook pages of just handwritten everything of all of her tips. It's really sweet. So those kind of things. Like, I have those. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not letting those get stolen. So That's what I'm talking Anyways. about. Take them with yeah. you everywhere. It's kind of Absolutely. like, but for <laughs> those right moments here. that we wish we could, but we, we, it's like, we can't copyright grandma's pie no. recipe on a note card. No. You know what I mean? So, so did Dumpling Daughter Sue? Like, where? what's the drama? Let's oh, go. It's so crazy. All right, so the second restaurant had so many details seemingly stolen from the first restaurant, even down to their menu design and name. Um, so Spellman felt the originator, felt she had enough evidence to take them to court for trademark infringement and use of trade secrets, okay? Mm-hmm. And just to give you another example, Dumpling Daughter, the original, offered a house-brewed chrysanthemum tea that included a, quote, floral infusion with rock sugar, okay? Uh-huh. It's not strange that a competitor would also offer tea, but Dumpling yeah. Girl just so happened to have house-brewed chrysanthemum tea with a, quote, floral infusion with rock sugar. Ugh. Yeah. Why? Dumpling girl. Yeah, they didn't work hard at this. They literally... No. no. I'll tell you what they did. Hmm. They went to Kinko's, made a photocopy. (laughs) They went allegedly... They allegedly went to a copy shop. They might have just had a printer at home. They were so clandestine. You know, <laughs> they were so ready. They yeah. were ready to copy. Exactly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Everything's allegedly. Yeah. So Spellman sues the owners of Dumpling Girl, which include two former employees of hers, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And evidently, one of those employees was Spellman's former assistant and would oh. sometimes volunteer to help in the kitchen just to observe and keep an eye on things. A very 
close eye, apparently. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, you know this what that sense. means. Yeah, you just want to... It's like you're a spy. <sighs> you're, you know, so a double agent. Yeah. Yeah. Breaks my heart, kind of. Yeah. Okay. So the case was settled out of court in 2016. And Ooh. after that, Dumpling Girl changed its name to Star Dumpling and oh. made changes to its menu as well. Okay. Yeah, if, if you look up these restaurants now... Dumpling Daughter has expanded. They now have three different locations. Triple the dumplings, okay? Okay. Tasty. Now, is one next to Dumpling Star Dumpling or now? Did they get closer? Dan, you ready for That'd this? That'd be funny if they opened up, like, right next door to Star Dumpling. Oh, Dan, you have no idea what's coming next. <gasps> We're not done? Honey, Star Dumplings, if you Google them, you get yeah. that red banner of doom that says, Permanently closed. No. <laughs> yes. Dun, dun, what do you uh, mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sad. I just love the drama. <laughs> You're not sad. You just love the drama. <laughs> yeah. I I'm mean, here for the drama. Karma, though. Karma just is always going to come back around. So maybe that yeah. case has a slightly yeah. more satisfying <laughs> ending for us, right? It sure does. Well, it's solved. I mean, it's solved. We have cl- we, People love closure, famously, and we have closure. Yeah. And I guess now for you and uh, you listening, it's a good time to start digitizing any family recipes you've got yes. sitting around and rethink Please where you're holding them, saving them, etc., you could uh, even write a book and put them in that. Okay, Dan, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Dan, okay. if our listeners want yeah. any more of your grossy Pelosi, where can they find yeah. you? Well, thank you for asking, Sunny. <laughs> they can find me on all of your social media platforms at Grossy Pelosi, and my favorite might be Instagram. So come find me there. You could also find me at danpelosi.com, and you can find a whole lot of me in my cookbook, Let's Eat, which is available wherever books are sold. All right, stick with us throughout the season for more tales of bad eggs, fishy scams, and culinary capers. I'm Sunny Anderson, and this is Cooked and Booked. Cooked and Booked is produced by Paradiso Media for Food Network. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love it if you would take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let's finish this dish. In 2016, the owners of Dumpling Daughter and Dumpling Girl settled out of court. Dumpling Girl altered its menu and changed its name to Star Dumpling. As for Pasta Sisters, as of October 1st, 2023, their missing recipe book had not been found. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.